Hey everyone, welcome to Rival and Queen. My name is Ashley. And I'm Sarah. And we're so excited to be here today. Oh my goodness, we've got what a conversation we have coming up today. It's so good. Two of our really good friends, Nicole Turnbull and Kara Kim. Yep, we're learning all about mom life. Mom life that we don't know that much about. We know literally nothing about because neither of us have children. Yeah. And that's why we wanted to have them on. To learn about what it's actually like. And I think we have a couple of friends who are are new moms. Uh, and Kara and Nicole have been moms for four-ish, four to five years now. So they're, for us, they're experienced mamas. That's right. <laughs> they're still learning every step of the way, as I'm sure all moms are. So... Kara, hilarious person. Yeah, she's a wild one. I mean, I think she has the biggest heart. She has a heart of gold. She cares about everyone she meets. And I feel like everyone feels that energy when they meet her that, you know, she's just like your instant friend in a good way. Yes, she'll take you under her wing. Yeah. And I always laugh because I feel like even um, with Dave, Kim, her husband, who Sarah and I work with, like I think he's even said before, if you kind of bring Kara into any situation that might be socially awkward, she'll just be the icebreaker. It could be like a meeting or just, you know, whatever. She always makes everyone feel so comfortable and she really cares about it. And I think that really shows in what kind of mom she is and what kind of wife she is. And, and she definitely gives a lot of attention to everyone. She still hangs out with us a lot. And she has two kids, so we really appreciate that. And she's got the best Cape Breton twang. Oh, yeah. We've also got Nicole Turnbull on, another mama and friend of, longtime friend of yours, Ashley. Yeah, I've known Nicole for a while. You've known her a bit over the year or so through me, which is, she's a, she's a hoot as well. Totally different, does not have a Cape Breton accent. She's from Dartmouth, so... I always want to describe Nicole is, and she's going to hate me for this, but that she is the modern day Martha Stewart. (laughs) She is. I think so because she just does everything herself, which I appreciate, especially this day and age. Like she I've makes seen everything. photos of the birthday parties she throws for her children, and yes. they are. It, I feel like they are in Disneyland, basically. She puts so much effort and time into it, and it really shows. And I feel like I don't know. I want to even ask her, and I didn't, but we need to ask her about like her <laughs> process, how she comes up with these concepts. Like she goes through this whole thing and like planning. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be birthday parties. She plans like everything to a T in a good way. We used to have a thing called Adult Field Day. Her and Bob used to host at their house, which was a ball, like their yeah. creativity and everything. Next level. And a cool thing about having Kara and Nicole on is uh, Kara is a stay-at-home mom and Nicole is a working mom. So we get a nice perspective on what their experiences are like being moms um, and kind of two different experiences, which is kind of cool. And so in the chat today, we're diving into kind of all the questions Ash and I had and some of the questions that some of our listeners gave us too. So we, we also about- learned some really cool things between being a mom of boys or a boy and little girls as yes. well. Yes, we talk about boys and girls. So we cover how they made the decision to become moms. We talk about naming your body parts, the differences of having (laughs) little boys and girls, as Ashley said, how they take care of themselves and the things they love most about parenthood. And then also my favorite segment was when we talked about how they manipulate their children on occasion. Yes, I think all (laughs) parents, I feel like I even manipulate my nieces and nephews at times, like in a funny way. And I think through the conversation, it was a lovely chat and a really, for me, I was like, wow, there's a lot of things I don't know about being a parent. And this was only scratching the surface. 
totally just scratching the surface. And it's kind of cool, as you mentioned about Kara, like um, she's a very good friend of ours and we still see her a lot socially. And Mm -hmm. I think for both of them, you just appreciate um, they have so much more responsibility than us. Like when we go out for drinks on Friday or Saturday night, like I'm not getting up before 10 a.m. the next day. And they could be getting the gals are up in the middle of the night just from like a bathroom break that one of the kids needs. So they're great. There's moms are superheroes. Um, some fact checking from the episode that we're just going to give you right now is Kara told us about Irish twins at one point. Um, and they are in fact, Irish twins are two babies born within a year. So siblings born within a year of each other. And Kara thought that it was nine months, but it's actually a year. Yes. And then the, you were not actually more fertile right after you give birth. We did talk about that as well. I think it's one of those old wives tales or something. Old wives You know tale. what I mean? Like your belly hangs we're low or your belly hangs high. <laughs> it means it's a boy, it's a girl. So those are, that's our myth busting for the day. Ashley, I have a question for you. Yeah. I want to know when you were a child, did you think of names for your children? When I was a child? Like, like Yeah. When you're like, oh, when I'm older, I'm going to have babies and they're going to be named this. Um, I think so, but I think more from I'm. I just have what to names? say, okay. let me just put this disclaimer in that I've never been one of those people. Not that I don't want to have kids, okay, but I've never been one of those people that like longed for them. Yeah. So I never. I think that it's like people when they want to get married, they really you know visualize and yes. picture their wedding from a young age, and I never like thought that as a kid but i think that there were names that i liked that i'd name like my dolls or my barbies that let's hear them i want to know um one only one is coming to mind and it was a boy's name and i feel like it was like connor or something like that oh that's a nice name i like that no girl names are coming to mind no girl names when i was so i didn't never visualize having a wedding as a child that was like not a thing but i definitely was like oh there'll be a gaggle of children I had many names picked out over the years. Now that you're saying this, when I was like very young, would have been into names um, when I was playing with Barbies, like Hallie and Callie, really being in the rhyming names. I love those names. I actually still (laughs) like those names have crossed my mind as an adult. I love that. Well, you can have them. Well, I don't know. I just mean like that's funny that we've thought of the same names. I know. And then when I was 13, I was super obsessed with the name Storm for a girl. (laughs) Hello, Which Kylie one? Jenner. Hers I know. Stormy, but man, you were ahead close. of the times. I got made fun of a lot for that. And now old Kylie Jenner has done it. So if anyone listening has any hilarious baby names that they wanted when they were younger for their children, please share them with us. We would enjoy that so, so much. I actually saw a segment. I think it was the ladies on the social and M- Michelle Grello, one of the hosts, was talking about naming her daughter and how it was yep. so difficult. And she said one of the shortlist names... I think her name is Marquesa or Marquesa now, was Isis. Well, heavens. I don't even know what to say to that. But that's what I mean. I I wonder if people have names that they... No, she didn't. But I mean, like at the time, because I think it's a mythical, (laughs) like a Greek god. It is. Um, But I mean, at the time, like now, thinking of that connection of like... Like, is there I anyone that's wanted to change their names? I stories about people who are changing their names. Yeah, like there's got to be. Oh, God. Yeah, glad that that one didn't make take the win. Thank God. Yeah. What a what a blessing in disguise. <laughs> um, before we dive into parenthood, which was a very popular topic, I have to say, yes. um, we got a lot of requests to talk about this and postpartum and getting your body back, mm-hmm. which we will do. So everyone's sending us in requests about what you want to hear about. Keep doing it. We'll 
we'll learn. We love it. We are willing to dive into anything. But before we do that, Ash, you're about to take a really big gulp of water. So I'm just going to take a moment as I tee this up. I'm back. You're about to go to Florida on Saturday Mm -hmm. to go see... Mr. Thomas Rhett. Sorry, I thought you were going to say Mickey Mouse because I am going to Disney. (laughs) You are going to Disney. Unfortunately, I really care much less about that. (laughs) I I know. And you know what? I think that the I've been like we've been so busy with so many things that I haven't even like registered. I haven't packed. I haven't registered. I'm going, but I'm super pumped for Thomas Rhett. Are you more excited for Thomas Rhett or Disney World? newsflash thomas rest thank god i mean i'm excited to have the family time and like experience all that but i mean i'm so excited to see thomas Rhett. and then that's the way we're kicking off the vacation so i feel like everything's just going to be awesome after i think you should bring a sign we've learned that one of thomas Rhett's band members is from nova scotia from yeah. cape breton i don't know sorry i don't know if he is. we'll have to get kara kim to confirm but he's married to a gal that's okay. from Sydney. So one of the band members has a connection to Nova Scotia. I think you should bring a sign, put his name on it, and say, we're from Nova Scotia. Just bring a big flag. Bring us backstage. Wouldn't that be incredible? I think you should do this. And I hope you do. And I hope you'll take a photo of it. Well, this lady that Kara knows from Cape Breton, who would be um, his mother-in-law, we Kara kept saying, you got to tell him, you got to tell him. So imagine if she did and he's waiting for us for to you just to be there i think make down. the sign <laughs> his mother you met kara met his mother-in-law recently yeah no kara knows the mother-in-law from from home like in cape breton all right yeah but i think kara said she knew this but she kind of forgot and i thought this is really important this is the moment no and i thought i can't believe murph doesn't know this already i know but he's but married. i think he's maybe recently maybe the lead guitarist i don't know if he has been for like maybe his new tour or something we should try to get him on the podcast yeah that's our next goal yeah. if anyone knows this guy who we're talking about who plays in thomas rett's band and is married to a woman from cape breton i follow him us. on instagram perfect we'll hit him up all right ashley it's time to talk about parenthood yeah let's do it we're gonna dive in Hey everyone. So today Sarah and I have a really interesting conversation with two of our really good friends. Basically, it's no secret that uh, Sarah and I do not have any children, but we are going to shine some light. Well, not that I have no children. (laughs) Imagine if I just told you I did. (laughs) That would be scary. So we're really excited to have Nicole and Kara here to kind of shine some light on their experiences, the good, the bad, the ugly. As mom. As mamas. Young mamas. <laughs> so welcome. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Hi. We're so excited to have you guys. So first off, I guess maybe you can each tell us um, how many kids you have and how old they are. Hi. This is Nicole, in case you haven't heard my voice yet. Um, I have two. So I have Avril, and she's five. She just started school. And I've got Whitney. She's two and a half. She'll be three just at Christmas time. And I have two as well. I have Meyer, who is four, and I have Hudson, who is two and a half now. Yeah. And Meyer just started school yeah, this year, pre-primary. too. Pre-primary. Pre-primary. Oh, yeah. So exciting. Yeah, that's amazing. Obviously, you guys are both young mums, too. Young. young but how mamas. long? I know you told us the ages, but can you just clarify how old you were when you had Meyer? I was 28 when I had Meyer. Yeah, I was 28 when I got pregnant, but I was 29 when I had her. So snuck my first one in before 30, which was good, I guess. 
um, for me at the time. Um, I never really ever wanted kids. Um, but then just all of a sudden something changed in me where I was like, hey, I think I'm ready to have a kid. And then we did. And it was awesome. That's Best what I was going to ask you. Like, was it a, nat- a decision that you just felt like naturally drawn to? Or was it something like obviously you just said that? Yeah, it just it I, I think it was just something that changed in me. I don't really know if there was... Um, one thing or um it was a a long decision it was just kind of a a change and a a good time in my life that i was ready to to give her a go did you guys have a conversation about it before you had like yep yeah we did because you know i've been on just happen no i've been on the birth control pill since i was 15 so (laughs) this was planned out for sure yeah Yeah. it's happening what about you kara well we got married when i was 24 and for some reason we were like we're gonna decide to have kids like let's do this and so i didn't have Meyer till i was 28 so it kind of took a little while for us to for it to kind of take and uh i guess i wasn't in a panic per se because i felt yeah. like i was so young i was kind of ahead of the game i kind of had time i was trying but not trying so then it was kind of taking a while, taking a while. And then I was like, God, like, this shouldn't be this hard. So then we went to the doctor to finally find a family doctor in Halifax because mm. we had moved there when I was 25. And we came home that day after we got our first appointment to like kind of, let's get blood work and get the ball rolling. Yeah. And we found out that <laughs> Dave had high cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> So I went downstairs and had a glass of wine and cried my eyes out. Like, we're never going to have kids. You're going to die on me if I cholesterol. And then I was, Reasonable reaction. For, like, for me, of course, yeah, of right? Course. And then I was like, I'm just, I had uh, the Costco pregnancy test bulk upstairs. And I was like, I'm just going to take one. And I was pregnant. It was the craziest thing ever. So we had to call the doctor back after he called and said that Dave had eye cholesterol. Oh, stop. <laughs> it was like, can she it come back the in? Tests. No, she, can she come back in? We think she's pregnant now. And can we get the ball rolling on that? So it's kind of <laughs> the craziest thing. But we wanted kids and we tried and it took a while. And I never knew that, that you guys had been trying for like 40 yeah, years. Yeah. So then when we had Hudson... When it, well, when I had Meyer, um, basically like crazy people, two weeks, three weeks out, we were like, let's have Irish twins. <laughs> that Stop. Or you just thought about it. You did, no, like you we were like, trying? let's start trying. Okay. We want to have Irish twins because I don't want to wait around and this could take four years. Yeah. Like I, I can't do that. And then I found out I was pregnant with Hudson two weeks before Meyer's first birthday. Oh my God. Yeah. They're super close together. Yeah. But like not really. No. Like, what are Irish twins again? Born in the same year? Same calendar? Apart. Okay. Nine, nine months, months apart. So basically you have the baby. <laughs> and then they don't. Home. People don't recommend you do that. <laughs> no. Like it's like not recommended. Isn't it that's really? Crazy. And I mean, I don't know. But isn't it really easy to get pregnant? Well, that's right what I you thought. have one. That's what I thought. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Can I ask you, like, we don't have to talk about this if you don't want to, but like when you were going through that period where you guys were trying for four years, was there like, what was going through your mind at that point? I was actually, um, now that I'm in my thirties and, you know, so many people we know kind of go through that, 
Um, I was not stressed at all. I think because I had time on my side yeah. and I wasn't panicked. I wasn't worried about it. Mm-hmm. And I am a true believer that really everything happens for a reason. And I, at 28, I was totally ready at 24, yeah. 25 when I started trying. I probably wasn't. Mm. So it it all worked out great. But I was I was totally not stressed, but then That's starting good. to get worried, like maybe there's something wrong, but probably a lot of things just go through your mind. Or people ask questions and like. Yeah, it was definitely when I got married. People need to that, stop doing that. Well, I want to know more about it. Like what the questions people are that they well, ask you. Well, so, no, don't, do you ever get asked? Like, I feel like I get asked. Yeah, but questions. that's because you're married. People don't ask me questions. No, but even like, just like well, the age <laughs> thing. I feel like people I, judge so, so much. Before I got married. Yeah. No one asked me. Like, I, my mother would never pressure me. And then it was like, as soon as we got married, I was like, where's my grandbabies at? And it was like this weird switch. And I'd look at my mom and be like, you taught me my whole life basically not to get pregnant. And now it's like all of a fu- sudden. Okay. When are you getting married? When are you having a baby? When are you having another baby? Um, it'll never, are you done it'll having never stop. Babies? Yeah, it'll never stop. It's just kind of, uh, I think, what people are used to. Um, and I think that's needs to change because everybody's different and everybody's bodies are different. People can conceive, people can't conceive. And like it, I don't think anyone should be put on a different level, um, whether they can or they can't, because it's just too much pressure. And that would ultimately lead to not being able to conceive if that's what you wanted to do, you know? And I think you're right because I think it is, it's changing. I think it's the generational thing, like say our parents or, you know, family members that are, you know, whatever generation that they're, just used to people getting married and like you have kids and that's just what you do. So I think it's just natural to them for them to think that that's what everyone is going to do. But I think that that's changing. I wouldn't ask many people younger than me or even my friends about it. Cause I just feel like it's, I don't want people to know my business. So why, why would they care? You know what I mean? Sometimes I wonder if it's like a question that people ask, like, you know, when sometimes people ask about like, nice day out there. How's the weather? Like, it's like kind of like, yeah. The older generation, yeah. they sometimes might not, not house work, yeah. house, you know, life in other aspects. They'll just be like, oh, when are you having a baby? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's I like, and again, this doesn't happen a lot to me, but I feel like the times when it does, there's like a difference between people like prying and then people just being like making conversation or something. I find, I don't know. And you can kind of tell when people have a more sensitive approach to it, just kind of not saying when are you gonna have a kid but more so are you guys thinking about it are you interested and you can tell they're curious but they're being a little nicer about trepidatious it yeah <laughs> treading lightly yeah what i was, always think it's it really hard. strange it's hard it's a hard conversation to have when people will will tell you that so-and-so is trying like i don't want to know that yeah. so-and-so's home trying like God love them. They're all trying to have like, a baby. But what if they're having trouble and like they would need someone to talk to? Like, what, what do you think in that case? Like, are they coming you, to you telling you that because they need to talk to someone? No, yeah. it's not them yeah. themselves <laughs> telling you. It's like a family member. Or do you think it's like, more so giving you the nudge? Yeah. Like so and so is trying. And like more like, gossipy than like more helpful. gossipy. Yeah. The poor people. It's such a private thing that you like feel bad that the whole family <laughs> knows that they're home. Like. You know, having a time not trying to have a baby, but like they're not having a time because, you know, it's really hard. And I think it could be different too if I knew you two had a similar experience or you and 
like personally you could take someone aside and be like yo you should really talk to Kara about her experience I think that you guys she'd be able to help you but yeah I know what you're saying if it's through another level of someone asking and mostly like a family level yeah maybe maybe my family's just crazy but Kara knows everyone in Cape Breton (laughs) the Cape Breton no I uh I actually think it's quite nice when people that have had certain experiences as a mom or trying to get pregnant or conceiving and they reach out to one another. It's like one of this like magical things in such a kind of horrible time in your life that, you know, women can kind of lean on one another. And it's, it's, yeah. it's such a, such a kind of shine of hope that, mm. you know, maybe it can be different or this is what we did. And, you know, this worked for us. Yeah. I find that even like in our fr- friend group, I feel like, um, maybe some people hide things like you know something's going on with them but they don't really talk about it unless you have had the same experience and that's kind of when you find out that they're doing the same thing or I had a miscarriage or she had a miscarriage but you didn't know that until someone brought one up and then you were like oh my god I could have been talking to you this whole time um so I think that that's something that some people need to kind of let it go because it happens to a lot of people yeah it's part of life and it's a hard thing to go through so and how i guess this is a pretty loaded question but what do you think is it a lot different than what you expected or is this kind of like what you expected or is every day just so different you never imagined (laughs) this would happen i think uh i went in super blind like i so naive like didn't have any expectations. Do you think that's better though for I, some people? For me, it was. For yeah. me, it was. Like, I didn't do the classes or read the books. Like, I basically was like, my body's going to do the work. I'm going to show I'm just going to, yeah, totally. And that's what I did. But like Dave's job was, my husband Dave's job was to like figure out the car seat, figure out the stroller, figure out all the gadgets. And like you tell me how that works when I need to know, but I'm just gonna like chill here and let my body do the work. <laughs> I'm gonna grow a human. I'm gonna grow a human, and I think that worked really well for me for the labor part. But as for being a mom itself, I I don't think there's anything you can do to prepare yourself. What do you think? Were you reading the books, Nicole? No, I wasn't reading the books. I mean, I had the books from um like my obstetrician and I, I don't know what it was he signed up with the IWK yeah, and you I just got, got yeah I got the stack of books um and I definitely flipped through them just to be like holy shit what is gonna happen to me <laughs> um but yeah I don't think there's any way to prepare and I definitely kind of went in blind myself and I think that worked best for me and it kind of keeps my kids chill if I'm chill so um yeah I think and you probably helps. just kind of deal with situations when they happen you know what i mean like you can't prepare yourself there's no practice to being a mom you know what i mean you just have to yeah i mean i think once they once they're out of like the baby stage then it's kind of you're trying to teach them how to be an adult but like still have fun (laughs) like i don't want a human yeah like i'm not gonna talk to my kids and baby talk i want to talk to them and you know tell them how the words are supposed to be said or Mm -hmm. um things like that because it's just why do i need to teach you that that's your bum bum or whatever because it's not um i just think that you just need to treat them like adults you know what i mean care i'm just gonna let her chime in because what she was do talking you call to me, me about this last week on the golf course so care tell us your thoughts on this matter well like she's dying laughing people want to like know soul sister right now nicole like 
I, maybe you have more insight. Why are we, what, what book or what site you can't give the private parts, mm-hmm. like pet names? And I'm like, for it, we use the proper mm-hmm. names. What are those names, Kara? <laughs> <laughs> Kara, could you just... Uh, the penis yeah. and the vagina. Thank you. <laughs> so when I was telling them a story on the golf course, they all stopped and were like, kind of like, well, why don't you use like you know, muffin or like whatever. <laughs> what are some of the pet names? I or I guess when we grew up, we all had like, like pet little names. Pet I names. don't really remember. I had mine was a fanny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what mine was, but I definitely wasn't running around being like my vagina. <laughs> like, but like, there is a whole thing, and like I'm being so childish right now, laughing. But it is like I prefer. That You're trying to prevent this from happening to your yes, children, right? There's obviously something wrong with me where I like blush when I say the word. <laughs> but um, I'm like, we in our house, we like to use the proper words for your body parts. So it's uh, it's been going good. <laughs> What kind of lingo do you use? We also use the proper words, vagina and penis. (laughs) So I guess the question is, is this something, because I think to Sarah's point that when we talked about this a few weeks ago was, is that the right thing to, I don't think there's a right and wrong, I guess, but is that what you're supposed to do? Where do you learn things, I guess? Or you just feel that's what I want to do or say? Yeah, I feel like just making up a word, like everybody's word would then be different and they might get confused. Like their <gasps> friends would call it one thing yeah. and they would call it another and they wouldn't know. Oh, oh well, show sense. me what you're talking about or something. Like I feel like this kind of makes it more... Um, universal. Yeah, universal. I guess that's the right word. And yeah, I don't want her to be scared of it or... Or, or embarrassed or feel yeah. like, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. I just, I don't want it to be like a toy thing. It's, you know, it's, that's part of your body. You know what I mean? Oh my it's- God, Kara. Chip, chip in. Well, you obviously don't have a son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, poor little Hudson. He's the sweetest, sweetest little thing, Cohen. He is sweet. He is. <laughs> he's like two foot, a foot and a half high. He's, oh my goodness, he's he's pushing me out of my comfort zone. I didn't have a brother. I had a sister, yeah. you know, grew up kind of. All my friends had sisters. Mm. So the other morning, he woke up and he got in bed with me. It was like 5.30. He's been doing that lately, kind of switching up the routine and so he got in I was like it's okay come on and I'm like gonna get up but you know I'm gonna take a cuddle like that's nice (laughs) and then he was like mama my belly hurts rub my belly and I was like oh so nice honey rubbing his little belly so sweet he was (laughs) loving it and then he said mama my penis hurts can you rub my penis (laughs) and I like couldn't help it and i was just like i can't right now i can't with you what did you say i was just like no honey only person that touches your penis is you but in my head i felt like saying i gotta touch your dad's and now i gotta touch yours too (laughs) it was too much it was way too much so innocent no, it was fine. It was fine. But so I think is, is this going to be the norm now with Hudson? Has he brought it up again? Well, like again, a couple of days ago, it could have been the weekend. He woke up, comes into my bed, like five thirty, 
anything to get me up. He's like sitting there. I'm like, get my host coat. And he's laying in bed. Dave's still asleep. And he like pulls his underwear down and like peeks his little <laughs> penis out of his underwear. <laughs> and like, he's just sitting there like wanting to have a little fresh air. And I'm just like... <laughs> Hearing it out. Hearing it out. And I just was just looking at him like, this is, is this what it is? Is is he different? It's like him taking his bra off at the end of the day. Like he might be like, ooh, I need to have a rest. Unload. Yeah, yeah. Poor Hudson. I actually feel like it needs more of a bra situation. Like it's kind of like. (laughs) You want it to be held up. Yes. I need to put like a little band-aid on it. it it. It's a cup. We got to get him a cup. I'm sure he's the age of fine. discovery. He's probably just at that age where he's totally. His and body. I do not laugh and no. don't like. I like he- I laugh with you guys, <laughs> but like I keep it so cool and so mom. Like my mom hats on hard I when we're you. dealing with this. And then I like <laughs> thank goodness for my friends because you know, let me have a good little chuckle about it. Well, wait till he's a teenager. I feel like it's just gonna yeah, get he's gonna worse ha- and worse. Hate me for this podcast when he's like yeah. fourteen. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be old news by them for poor Hudson's sake. <laughs> but that's like funny because I never grew up with brothers or boys in my house or like younger brothers. So like, I have no. I've never been around like young boys growing up. Like, I wouldn't know. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so it's like you know. And Nicole has two girls, so this yeah. This isn't happening. I mean, There's I had no a little cousin rubs. growing up, and so I'm sure I saw his penis at some point in my life, but I don't remember any <laughs> times of it, which, I mean, I'm thankful for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely have nephews and stuff that I've seen just stripped down naked in the middle of a party and do the helicopter, and you're like, what is happening right now? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Get me out of here. I'm I glad think, I have girls. I think that's a child thing, though, because, like, in that child's defense, when I was a four-year-old, I used to strip down naked all the time as well and run down the street. And mom said it was like becoming a normal thing where the neighbors would be like, um, Mrs. Murphy, your, your child is down the street naked again. I had a neighbor like that growing up and she would just walk around naked or like come down your house naked. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, a little bit, that's a little bit much. Like if you're coming to someone's house, like if you're just running around the street, that's one thing. But if you're knocking at someone's door. They had a pool and I feel like she just went through naked and maybe just would and be then like she in wanted the you to come swimming with her naked no Ash. no who was this <laughs> i'm not gonna say her name um so we actually had why don't you care sorry she's having i think this is like a mom moment like she needs a pee break because she's laughing so hard yes, i just looked go. at her and was like this is a mom moment i have to go pee because i'm laughing so go hard pee. how's your how, okay you go pee care nicole tell us about your bladder control have you had any issues no i haven't really had many issues um i don't have to pee through the night anymore which is great um, that what does that mean well, just like when you're pregnant. Um, oh, okay. Not after you're pregnant. Um, no, I felt for like a long time that I did because I was always drinking so much water because I breastfed both of my kids and you get super dehydrated <gasps> right. when you're breastfeeding. So mm, my water intake was super high. Yeah, because it's all your fluid, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's very easy to I remember being at your house, I feel like, and you were pounding the water. Yeah. That's so cool. Did you make a, like, yeah, so did you breastfeed naturally? Or was that like a big decision? I know uh, nothing about no, these things. No, it was a very easy decision because it's free. <laughs> this is free. <laughs> if you can do it, it's free. And it's great. Um, 
but I know a lot of people that can't do it and it's very challenging. And I know with Avril, she didn't take a bottle ever. So I was always with her um, and could never really leave her with anybody or anything because even to get a babysitter, I couldn't get her to latch on a bottle at all. So that was, um, I breastfed her till she was about 15 months. So it was a long time. Oh my God. Um, and in the in the beginning, it was challenging. I had like uh, she was tongue tied. Uh, Whitney was tongue tied, so that was challenging for her. What is that? It's like there's like a small membrane like on the bottom of your tongue that like mm. attaches it, and it just means that theirs was too tight. Um, so she had to have it snipped because it just meant that she couldn't latch properly on the breast. The things you don't know. Super painful. Did you know that? I only knew because it, I remember when that happened. Yeah, I guess it's super common God. now. Um, a nurse told me that it's something to do with um, people taking folic acid now when okay. you're pregnant because it helps combat against um, spina bifida. Um, but your spine is made, it's part of your midline and so is your tongue. So they're developing at the same time. So you have extra cells and sometimes that just goes to the tongue. Um, so, I mean... Tongue tie or spina bifida? I'll take tongue tie. You know. Yeah, and I guess yeah. it's pretty. Good choice. It's yeah. it's like somewhat common and easy to fix, which is a good thing. Yeah. Did you breastfeed care? Uh, I did. I did three months with Meyer, but I always supplemented. Mm-hmm. Basically, Meyer was probably like a month in, and with Hudson, I basically pumped more. So he basically wouldn't breastfeed. I would like pump before I'd have to feed him. He was drinking breast milk because I had a toddler running around and I just felt like when everyone was settled, I could pump and then feed him without having to sit there and feed him for 40 minutes when I could pump for 10. It just worked better for me that way. Yeah. I kind of like felt like I hacked the system on that one. Well, you had the Irish twins. <laughs> well, you wanted to have. The I Irish wanted to have the Irish twins. twins. I I These are the things you need to pump with, with the Irish twins. Yeah, but with him, it was like yeah, three months, but more so, he was on a bottle but with breast milk, but also had some formula in there too. <laughs> yeah. Someone actually asked us a question. We had a few questions that people are wondering about you guys. Um, well, they didn't know it was you two specifically, but about mom life and stuff. And we had a great one earlier at Pilates. Yes. Um, and Katie, one of the instructors there, has two little twins. I think a boy and a girl. Yeah, they're so cute. And she was like, I want other advice from moms on like any tips for better morning routines or helpful. Or even I think she said... Um, like how to incentivize. She didn't say incentivize. No, we've got separate questions. So yeah. we'll ask the first question, which is, do you have any tricks for the morning routine? This is like perfect because now you guys are getting two kids out the door two different times or so two different places. Is there any tricks? What's I guess the I think morning? That was, like like when, getting like, as like right up, now? Going out the door. Yeah. yeah. Like right now. Like from what? waking up to getting so them out the door. I love before I go to bed, leaving the kitchen and everything like spotless clean, like not a dish out. I don't care if I'm so tired and like angry if, you know, like the kids aren't going. Yeah. It's like 10 o'clock. It was a hard night. I will go downstairs and make sure like I clean everything, coffee pots on so that when I wake up, it's like just glorious to walk over the stairs. <laughs> Nicole's like literally rolling her eyes right now. She's know, like, who I, are you? <laughs> so there's something wrong with me. Like I just love walking down and just like, oh, this is so beautiful to come down to. Because I think that I would be 
it's like hard to get up early and it's hard to get everything going. And if you woke up and the place is a mess. <laughs> so is that your be, advice to Katie to have the coffee pot and the house clean? In the well, morning? like that works really good for me. Yeah. Right. Like I, I don't know you. Katie. Like <laughs> that's fair. You're not giving her personal. I'm not life. giving her personal life. If you ask me how you how, it just how that for makes me. If I'm like hungover, it doesn't matter. Like if I had a party the night before, if it was like a horrible night, the kids were up, if anyone was sick, when I come over the stairs, it's like one less thing. So you just feel better in general when you come down. And everything's like clean and organized. Like less of a Less distractions because I would also feel tired and angry or hungover or whatever I'm feeling and be like, and the dishes aren't done and the place is a mess and... You know, these damn toys, like, you know, damn kids. Like I would just be like, it would just, it would spiral for me, for me. Yeah, for for it being messy, I always clean up the house before I go to bed. Um, I actually usually clean up the house before I sit down to watch TV at night because I just can't relax if things aren't where they're supposed to be. That's just a crazy bit about me. (laughs) Um, But in the morning, um, I'm just lucky that uh, if I can get up earlier than the kids, which is rare because Whitney's been doing the same thing where she comes in to cuddle with me for a half an hour or so. Um, But if I can sneak up and get up before her or before Avril, Avril is usually difficult to get up. Um, If I can get a shower before they get up, um, that's great. Then I usually pour their apple juice because I know they're going to want apple juice. That's the tip that uh, Pro tip. Yeah, a cousin any, of any mine once tips. told me that that's a sign of a good mom, someone that never runs out of apple juice. <laughs> so, oh, of course they don't. What do they drink? Water. Oh. <laughs> See, this, I knew this was going to happen. You trying to one up me? No, no, no. Yeah, okay. So my kids love apple juice. All they drink is apple juice. So um, you also love juice. No, I don't really drink juice that much anymore. Um, probably because it's always there. I think I drink. I used to drink juice because it was like a treat, but now right. I, I feel because it's always there. I'm like, oh god, get now that it's away like from a me. Kid thing, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> the I usually juice. get their t- get the TV on, put their placemats on the table, and let the dog out. And then Bob gets up and he makes their breakfast. And I kind of hang out while they're eating breakfast watching TV, which is very important in the morning. TV Keep distracts them, them. Um, while I do my makeup them. and finish getting ready. And then um, I usually pack their bags the night before. Um, if not, Bob packs them and we're kind of out the door. So. so I feel like you guys are both on the same page as far as being like, organized and like clean and that's almost doing it for yourself i think that's i'm like that too it's a personal trait but i feel like it's probably really hard for some moms to do that like if they weren't organized before and then you have kids they're probably gonna be 10 times yeah i mean more of a mess don't get it don't get it twisted i'm not that organized like i get maybe get organized with stuff being clean but like in terms of something like having knowing what i'm gonna have for dinner that night when i get home that never happens. It's always like a scramble to try and get everybody <laughs> fed because my kids are so picky and everybody wants something different all the time. So feeding other humans that like need you to feed them. Yeah. Like, you can't just make be like you part. need to wait for another hour, which you would do for yourself. It was for me when the kids started to eat meals like because i could just like so bad or like or just be like have a piece of toast or just like let's go to a restaurant and then then i was like i want to like start to have really good habits for my family so like (laughs) i like went crazy like i would like be slamming 
the candy and all the bad shit in the pantry. But like the kids were getting super healthy, like tzatziki and peppers and like everything. But like, like it was all an act. But I'm in the pantry eating like Swedish berries. Like I actually want to like, tell a story about I that because I remember when I was at your house, and I think that. You were you had a cookie or you were had, having something. It might have been a Tim Hortons Timbit. And you had just given Meyer something really healthy. I think it was like a banana or something. And and then she saw you eating it. And she was so angry. And she's like, I want one. And I think you pretended that you didn't have anything. Or like a fly. But she like, it's like like oatmeal or something like medicine like it's like this sick thing <laughs> mommy's medicine. she was relentless but now she's, she's, at the, one. she's at the age now where like she freaking gets it like i gotta stop that <laughs> do you lie to your kids sometimes what are the lies you tell your kids Can food you think of stuff one? all the time or where i'm going or what i'm doing <laughs> all the time i'm going to piker's house all the time. And so now we have to stop that because every time I leave the house, she'll be like, don't go to Piker's house. <laughs> what about you, Nicole? Any lies you tell your Oh, kids? yeah, same thing. I do the candy thing all the time or I used to. I think now I just kind of tell them. I'm just like, hey, I'm eating candy and you're not because they're being bad or you something. <laughs> so, yeah, <My> mom. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do stuff all the time. Um, yeah. What are some of the things you guys do for yourself that like help is it yoga or drinking? <laughs> like anything? Yeah. Do you have like a like, thing you, you do for... Yeah. For you. What do you think my answer is? A night out with the girls. <laughs> it's my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I friggin' love yous. I love my vodka sodas with the girls. Good tune You're on. so... Yeah. You're dancing. You're a social butterfly. Oh, I love that. Music. Oh, music yeah. during the day let's like let's like you know let's, no drugs or alcohol like you know, <laughs> take the wine out of it. every mom unless it's 4 p.m yeah no like honestly though like during the day if like things are getting rough especially yeah. in the earlier days when they were like babies it's such a different phase now still hard but just different not as demanding on your body i'm not as fatigued mm-hmm. as i was music like i'll just turn on music and it just like makes everything so much better you put on a good (laughs) tune and you're like hey let's like dance kids and like you know i find like rainy day you're like oh my gosh like what am i gonna do with them like there's only so much coloring and paint and puzzles and day baths are awesome what is a day bath bath in the middle of the day usually kids have baths at bedtime but just Tuck them in the bath for an hour and they love it. Yeah. Oh. You know this is what? Like a pro tip: <laughs> kids love baths. What I what I started doing. This is so funny. Like most moms have it together and have like all the cool like mom or kid paint and stuff. <laughs> Stop! Are you having your kids like paint your deck? <laughs> No, but I felt like it was a pretty good mom hack. Like I was kind of proud of myself. I put them in the shower. This was in the winter in my shower. So it was like a special treat, like to coast them in to get clean. But it was also because like I'm done. Like I'll sit there and watch it, but I'm done. And I'd get out my purple shampoo Stop. and I'd let them, I'd put them in, in their hand and they could paint on the wall in the <laughs> shower. <laughs> and like the purple shampoo is everywhere. But like every so often they'll keep on more pumps. I'll be like, just ease up on that. That stuff's expensive. <laughs> That's amazing. It's, now it's our go-to. Nicole, just, what's your you time? Um, yeah, I started going to dance class like on a Tuesday night. Yes. So that's Ooh. what I do. Yeah, so I kind of 
get out of the house around 7.30. I actually started going to two in a row now. So now I get out from like 6.30 to like 9 on a Ooh. Tuesday, which is nice. Um, but I feel guilty about it all the time. I know I shouldn't, but I do. Like I feel guilty not putting my kids to bed. Mom um, guilt. Yeah, total mom guilt for sure. Do you get mom guilt about stuff? Oh, don't even <laughs> care. Do she you? has mom okay. guilt right now. I think probably. I don't even think Kara should answer this, judging by the look on her face right now. Yes, she okay. does. <laughs> it's constant. It's constant. I feel like because I, it's like I do so much social stuff. I'll go on trips. I'll go with my girlfriends. And I love every minute of it. And I like yeah. need that. I love connecting with my friends and laughing and just, I don't take life very serious. <laughs> like I'm kind of just like, you know, I enjoy myself. But then every once in a while I'll feel a little guilty. Like, oh my gosh, maybe like I should just stay home. But they're sleeping. Yeah, like they're, sleeping. they're asleep. They're asleep. They're asleep. That's the thing. And if, if it's someone you trust that's home with them or Dave, like they're fine. You know, when I never had one ounce of mom guilt was when um, we kind of collided vacation, pleasure, fun, like with friends, but my kids were staying in the house with us. That was like my best time because I had to, I got the best of both worlds. Yeah. It was like, it was actually a work trip when Ash Are you and talking Jeff about were California? Down in California. Yeah. 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 So, but, but pleasure vacation is how you just described it. It was a work I trip. I was on where, vacation. Where everyone and was everyone there. else was working at it's a table we like came, this. It's because we came to you, though, I think. You know what I mean? But like, I was mom and the kids were running everywhere. They were going on calls. But it was like, we were all together. <laughs> and we ate. They hated the Keels. We were did just not hate wait it. to leave California. <laughs> they were I fine. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> okay, I've got a couple more questions for you. But so one of the things I want to know is like, what's one of the hardest things about being a mom that you guys think each of you? Besides I mom think guilt? Before <laughs> I was a mom, it was just me. Like I had a husband, but it was just me. I just made decisions kind of based on me. It was me, 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 Dave me. Dave would just follow along. Well, like, you know, I was, you know, yes. I had respect for whatever, you know, I would kind of have to think about, but I do, we have the type of relationship that like, you know, he just let me kind of fly my freak flag. <laughs> and after kids, it's like there's me and there's my kids and family. It's There's more variables to me now. Mm-hmm. So it's me, but there's more things that go along with it. So like, for example, uh, if I have one drink, a lot of people will just be like, yeah, you could – Maybe after at supper, if you have a glass of wine, I like never drive after I have one drink. Mm. Doesn't matter if it's like, you know, whatever they say the limit is. Like, because I think now more of consequences that would be awful. Like, I know that's kind for of for your children. For my children, like, yeah. you know, where before I was a little bit, not that I was reckless, not that I drove drink. You, okay, drink. you were never drinking and driving. Let's, I, just, <laughs> let's just say that. She's never mm -hmm. driven. But, drive. you know, for an example, like, I just kind of, as crazy and foolish as I am, I always still kind of have a little bit of more of that. I'm a mom now. I got to make sure that. There's a bigger picture. Yeah. There's a bigger picture yeah. for sure. Yeah, I think mine's kind of similar, but a little bit different. I think the hardest thing is probably still trying to grow as myself or to mm. be separate from my kids. Because I know for me, when you have kids, they're first. Um, and it's hard to put yourself first just in situations because they're first. Yeah. Always. That's just the way it is. They're first. 
So yeah, that's really interesting. That actually ability to, I actually think my mom did a really good job of that when I was younger, but I like hated her for it sometimes. And now I appreciate it, but it was like her world did not just revolve around my sister and I. And sometimes it was frustrating because like most of my friends, their parents were like, oh, you have like a soccer game or a hockey game or yeah, we'll cancel all of our plans. And mom would be like, no, I have a trip this weekend like I won't be there and like you're like laughing but I really appreciate that now because she has developed herself into like she has her own life and she has things that are important especially when you get older like you leave I like that (laughs) and like and I know we were just speaking from like our experience obviously not having kids but I know what you're saying especially now I don't Mm -hmm. think you guys are like this but there's definitely a lot of people that are like that helicopter parent or kids just have zero everything just revolves around them and they don't let them do anything. You know what I mean? They micromanage them. And I feel like you're doing them such a disservice to like not leave their side ever or like, not speak on their explore. behalf. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's like, I tried my best to like let my kids explore, but I feel like I'm still always not worried that they're going to fall down and get hurt, but that like, somebody else is going to hurt them or I'm worried about them going missing or like I get anxious about stuff like that. Um, It's not that I'm worried about Avril falling off the monkey bars and getting a skin knee, like skin your knee. Do it because you're a baby right now, you know, but uh, yeah, it's the other stuff, which is the stuff you can't control. Yeah. So on the flip of that, Ben, what are some of the things you love most about being a mom? I think it's just opened me up to like, enjoy life so much like i feel like this is a personal opinion that maybe before when people would ask me to hang out i'd be like yeah maybe see you friday i'll see where my night goes and i prioritize seeing the friends i want to see now and i make a plan to see them and we do it and Hmm. i'll make plans to do things with my kids and i find like i just am doing more with my time i'm using Time is more valuable now, so I'm hmm. making time work for me in the best way I can. Like, like I'm, more conscious about it. Yeah, like before I used to, time would just kind of slip away, and now I feel like we, I would never kind of plan a trip. Like now it's like, oh, there's March break now. Let's plan something or, like you, I have to plan my life. Yeah. I think you're really good at that too. As long you you always say, just let me know. Just let me know the date. Just let me know <laughs> Give when. Give me the time. Because you'll either book your parents or make sure Dave's okay with work and, and life. Yeah. Or, or babysitter. Yeah, something. So I feel like. Because I have to. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are kind of loose a bit because yeah. you just, uh, I know you have like no, I careers. Really appreciate and you we actually, that. in all fairness, like we appreciate the stage we are in right now and having still that time to yourself because we know if we decide or you have or we're lucky to have yeah. kids, it's like. You have to kind of just appreciate it while you can. And I do. I didn't think that was going to be your answer. And that's actually, I really, that's like really nice. It makes my heart warm, Kara. Why? Because <laughs> I just think that's lovely. That like, I, I value time. Like, like my cuddle time with my kids or stuff. And not that that would be bad, but it was just kind of nice that you're like, I love life more because I'm like really appreciating these things well, that I get to do. And like, that's awesome. Because I only have so much time to yeah. do things because there's like, during the day it can get yeah. busy and i can't do certain things when i have my kids so it's just easier for me just to plan time so that's nice we started to do breakfast some days which was nice <gasps> we need to we do book another week. one yeah. yeah but like pro tip we've been doing like a breakfast club but and it is awesome it's like 
in fairness, I think that maybe for me, it's because my job is my kids in my home. So yeah, I'm very, I'm mom. very fortunate that that is my situation yeah. where some women that choose to or have to or whatever the situation may be, they're working. I think it's a whole other thing because mm. they don't have enough time to even schedule in the things to do like laundry and right. all that stuff. Like Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That it me. <laughs> Nicole works full time. Yeah. I work full time. So I'm out of the house from seven thirty until five thirty. I usually get Avril at five, so it's closer to five thirty when I get home. So, yeah, I guess that's why I feel guilty sometimes if I have to do something on a weeknight that it's like, okay, I only get an hour with the kids today, which is like yeah. heartbreaking sometimes. But oh. you kind of got to do it, right? Because otherwise, you're just a mom, and I don't want to just be a mom, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. What do you love most about being a mom? Um, I think I love most um, that it's rewarding. Like it's rewarding to you know, show some something to somebody that's you think is so basic and then you see them doing it and you're like, holy shit, I just taught that human how to do that. It's amazing. Um, or even just doing like little stuff. Like I love sitting down and coloring with the kids and Avril's like, oh, you're a really good color. And I'm like, yeah, you're damn right. I am a really good color. This is super fun. Um, Mom's great at this. Yeah, like I like going to the playground and swinging on the swings with the kids. Like that's not something I'm going to do like as an adult unless I'm with the kids. And it's just, it's still fun stuff to do. That's awesome. Yeah. Channel your inner inner yeah. self child self okay I, my so last nice. question my very last question yeah. this came from katie as well this was a um what do you do to manipulate your kids on occasion <laughs> or how yeah, do i think you, she just wanted do. to know if there's any like tricks that you use at work that she could benefit from as well. <laughs> we all know you're not supposed to bribe your kids but like let's be honest what about scaring your kids <laughs> sure whatever comes to mind Care, tell us basil oh for the love of god who who is basil Uh, well when we were in california what we were talking about for our work slash cares vacation (laughs) hudson would occasionally act out as two and a half year olds do and dave had him terrified that the owner of the house this man probably a sweet old man named basil was gonna come because he was not behaving in his house they had Two really white, beautiful couches. So as soon as I walked into this really nice Airbnb, I was like, this is lovely. And holy F, there's these two white couches that are going to be destroyed. They were lovely. They were such a beautiful place. So the alarm system in the house was in like the corner. So we would point up and be like, you better be good. Basil's watching. Basil's watching. So like over time, Ashley and Jeff came and then... Pike came and Croft came and we kept being like Some giving them the friends. nudge like tell them about Basil Basil always watching so now he was terrified <clears throat> but so in all he, fairness, he just thinks Basil's a person just the yeah the but this the, not really kind of a monster so the front door <laughs> the front door looked out like there was windows on each side of the door and you could see out the driveway which the only thing you could see past the driveway was this massive hill as California is very mountainous and hilly and Dave would say, like, he's going to come. Like, the monster. I think he thinks Basil. <laughs> Basil was so a Basil monster. Basil is a monster. It's not like a person. Yeah. No, but we showed him that real estate picture. Yeah, he but like that, he didn't remember that. But then people would come clean the He thought pool, he was a monster, Kara. we'd be like, we would be like, 
That's Basil's brother. Like it was getting out of hand. It was getting out of hand. Dave took it to a next Dave level. Dave took it to a next level. Like was, he was having fun with it. Yeah, it was. It was sick. <laughs> so now, the daycare teachers when we first came back were like, "Who's Basil?" <laughs> Was and like in them. the daily reports, will be like tell the other kids if they're bad. Basil's coming. <laughs> he specifically <laughs> care had to report that Hudson like unzipped the tent and told the kids like, oh, "Watch out, Basil coming, Basil coming." <laughs> so we had to like sit him down and have like Basil's a nice guy and like. <laughs> so no. Basil was a fictional character to keep him in line. Kind of, but he wasn't. It was like, we are in Basil's house, respect Basil's house. That's the approach but- I took, but then I didn't realize Dave was kind of like taking it to the next level to get them like not to put crayons on the white. Meyer knew it was Meyer was like fine. Like she'd give you the old wink, but Hudson, but Hudson kind of needed more of a little bit of fear. The but fear. the, the like fear don't, Basil. The funny Keep thing is that couch. he like Dave would use it to his advantage to be like, tell Basil, like, are you sorry? Tell Basil you're sorry. And he would be like, I'm sorry, Basil. And then it would kind of like <laughs> dissipate. And then Dave would be and laughing. Like, it was kind of funny. I love that story. So trick your kids into scaring them, perhaps. No. Too. Well, no. no? <laughs> Create a fictional character to keep them in line. It's like the opposite of the tooth fairy. <laughs> I kind of I did the same thing recently. Oh, this is normal then. This is normal. It's kind of normal. So I don't know about you, but a lot of times, like my kids share a room. Um, so they're in bunk beds. So Avril always likes to come out after she's been put to bed and say, you know, my foot hurts. I need an ice pack. I need a drink of water. I need to pee. Like she'll come out with every excuse um, in the book. So she came out one night and Bob had gone downstairs to do some laundry and she came out and she was like, mom, mom, I saw a wolf. And I was like, no, girl, you didn't see a wolf. She was like, no, no, I did. I was like, no, you didn't. Anyways, she had complete fear on her face, like full fear. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll I'll humor her and I'll go into the bedroom and see what's going on. So first I was like, well, what are you doing looking out the window? Because we have, uh, you know, the blinds you get from Ikea that just push up. So you can't really like peek through them like a regular blind anyway. So she's like, well, I was just looking to see if I could see anything outside. And I was like, well, what? <laughs> she's like, there's a wolf out there. It's like, there's not a wolf. So we're on... Um, at the side of our house, at the window there, there's a bunch of trees and then you can kind of see the road through the trees. So I was looking through the woods and I was like, there's nothing there. There's no-. She's like, there is, there's a wolf. I was like, no, there's not a wolf. I said, you wouldn't have seen a wolf. Maybe you saw a squirrel. Maybe you saw a dog walking on the road. There's no wolf. Anyway, so then I go to shut the blind and I pulled it down and I saw something move outside. And I was like, holy shit, Bob, get up here. There's a wolf outside. <laughs> Anyway, so Bob comes upstairs and he's like, what? Meanwhile, Whitney's just sleeping on the floor. Like, she's on the bottom bunk. So she's just sound asleep snoring, like has no idea what's going on. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, there's a wolf outside. Anyway, so Bob comes up and he goes outside with a flashlight. And Avril is just shaking her in her boots. Like she, I was like, let's go outside. I was like, let's go see what, like, we'll just stand out on the, on the veranda or whatever. Um, Anyway, so we went outside and then she was like, no, I need to go back in. She was literally shaking. So I was like, I'll just take you back in. So then Bob comes back in. He was like, it was a giant buck. There was a huge buck like with big antlers and you could still hear him. He was like smashing his antlers up against a tree or doing whatever. But I was like, oh my God. God." I just turned to Avril. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I didn't believe you that there was a wolf. Anyway, so now when the kids are being bad, I say that I'm going to throw them to the wolves. And now... (laughs) 
Now Whitney says it to me all the time back. She's like, I'm going to throw you to the wolves and the bear and this. So my mom <laughs> said that uh, child services is going to get called on me. I'm not actually going to throw them to any wolves. It was a deer. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no wolves actually involved. No wolves. That's so that. funny. You got to do what you have to do. Sometimes you got to give kids just a little perspective. I think our parents all told us crazy stories. The boogeyman. Yes. Oh, I th- I'm pretty sure like that. In the parenting books that obviously none of us have read, no, like parenting one on one is like, don't bribe your kids. But let's be serious. Every parent has a moment where you're like, even when I used to babysit my cousins, I'd be like, all right, what lies are we going with today? Yeah, I think you have when, to. when I first started dropping the kids off at daycare, I'd be like, I'll bring you a cookie if you like, if this goes good. It's like you run in and <laughs> you like totally did. Yeah. And then I'd have to start bringing cookies every time I'd pick them up, like those little bear paws. Oh, yeah, you actually had to decorate your house for Halloween uh, two weeks oh, ago. Yes, yes. Because of a bribe. Yes, because we were at our neighbor, our lovely neighbor's house, and we were having a, a nice drink, and our kids are friends. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, like, she was like, oh, can we decorate for Halloween? Can we decorate for Halloween? And I was like, yeah, 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 honey, like, when we get home. And I thought she'd forget about it, and she would not go to bed until I hauled out the, like, the big Tupperware. It was like, had a little buzz on, getting out the witches and stuff. It was it was fun. And you know what? I'm glad it's decorated nice and early. I love it. Amazing. All right, Ashley, it's time for our favorite thing. What? Westygrams. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many favorite things. <laughs> well, this is the end of the episode favorite thing. So have you two heard about Westygrams? I have. Uh, kind of, but I think I... She needs an overview. Yeah. So for anyone listening, an Westygrams, a wonderful game created by my friend Trevor. We've got these beautiful cards. If you're watching, you can see. They've got Westies on them. Very cute. Can we acknowledge the cuteness? Oh, and so you get to pick one, whichever you wish. And you read the question on the back. And we'll do a little rapid fire. Oh, Kara's up first. She's feeling brave. Oh, I'm going to read it to you. Okay. Kara, do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> yes, I guess. Yes and no. Yes and no? Yeah, it's just like, I don't think they're like the white, like, ghosts. But yeah. You know, like, I kinda, them all. like Casper? I, yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> I stand like I kind of do and kind of don't I don't think I think someone uh at home uh, in Cape Breton <laughs> this is such a like twist to this question of course it is that uh someone said to me is don't be afraid of the dead be afraid of the living so I'm not like scared of ghosts or like you know <laughs> but you're afraid of basil but I'm afraid of basil <laughs> and uh yeah, because I used to, when I was little, I was kind of had the ghost thing when I was little. Okay, I'm with you. On the mom thing. Okay. Wrong topic. Nicole, I got one for you, or you picked this one. Would you rather visit the world 100 years in the past or 100 years in the future? Um, I think I'm going to go 100 years in the future, just because I'd be learning all about stuff that I'll never get to see. Mm. Um, Ooh. The rest of the stuff that, you know, happened in what what year is this? Ni- 1919, I guess. 2019, yeah. Is that no. when it would be? Yeah, it would be mm. 1919. Quick math there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, 10 out of 10 on that one. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's kind of stuff that I've seen on TV and whatever. And I mean, I think it's similar to what's here without the technology. So I kind of like to see what's going on in 2119. I love that. Ashley, it's your turn. Do you want me to ask you? Yeah. Can I just pick a random one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
This is actually better than I can't vet them. Ooh, this is kind of fitting with our subject today. Who were two role models you looked up to as a kid? Oh, I love that. That's deep. Tanya Harding. I mean, no, (laughs) Mr. Dress Up. Oh, I love Mr. Dress Up. Who doesn't? I just want to say my parents. That's the first thing that comes to mind. (sighs) That's really nice. (laughs) It's on the mom topic theme. Yeah, and I just feel like they were really strict and like pretty. No, her. But I feel like now I totally appreciate it because I see other little shitty little kids that are spoiled and act nuts, and I'm like, I'm happy my parents were like, put me in my place. And Ashley couldn't Samson, get away with anything. You sass me in oh, your I room. I was. My mom used to call me the sass queen. <laughs> I, love this. I believe her. I used to slam a lot of doors, <laughs> but I th- I would say them. I still think they're good, great role models. I'm going to take a moment here to share a favorite uh, Susan Sampson story. And just that you've <laughs> shared this with me, and I think it fits for the mom episode, is that when Ash, Ash or Greg used to get upset at, at Susan when they were young, she'd be like, give me a break. It's my first time being a mom. Like, I'm just that learning That was more so doing. when I was a teenager Aww. because I would be give my mom a hard time or be relentless about like doing something she said I couldn't do. And she would always say that. Like, I remember specifically so many times, like, give me a break. I've never done this before. I've never been a mom before. And I'm like, you're right. I think I sometimes guilt trip Avril like that. Like if I'm, I've got both girls by myself and then I'll be like, you need to be extra good because this is very hard for me to be by myself (laughs) with you guys right now. This isn't fair. Like, (laughs) and does she just look? No, she doesn't give a shit. No, no. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I think especially when they're like teenagers, it will it'll kick in. They'll appreciate it. Kara, pick one for me. Give me a little read and we'll wrap her up. Oh yeah. Pick a good one. Really get in there. That one's really cute. Aren't they cute? If this one's not good, go for the really cute one. Go look at your face. Have you ever gotten someone fired? No. No. Boring. No. (laughs) The answer is no. Unless I was unaware of something. But no. A high school teacher, maybe. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Okay, let's well, just be clear. We. That is not really a thing. Well, that's the and end just of the podcast. So we don't end on this note. <laughs> we can't answer that one either. <laughs> Let me pick this cute pick one. The cute one. Nicole's drawn to it. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Okay. Like to know this, this would be a better one, Gary. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what was your most embarrassing moment? Oh. Oh heavens! I don't even know. Um. So many embarrassing things that I've done. I don't feel like you're the type to be embarrassed. Well, I feel like there oh, was a story easily, before. I guess. I feel like there was a story too, but I don't remember what it was. But here's what I like. Sometimes I fall down, and like I fall down probably more than the average person. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a real big fan of that. I think it's really good for the ego. I've never and seen you, you fall. And I like when other people are around. Do you know what's the worst? Is when you fall and no one's around. And then you're like just horrified that you like i think they're both (laughs) awful no i I kind of there's like something human um i yeah i can't think of an embarrassing moment but if i do i'll share it through social well we know what katie's was you don't have (laughs) (laughs) i've not had a poodle (laughs) with explosive diarrhea uh in a store once i think after having kids it's kind of hard to get embarrassed like that's you know what yeah. I mean? The moments where you're like, you, I wouldn't be talking to this person if my kid <laughs> didn't like run over here. Or, you know? <laughs> I love it. 
Like my kids run out of the house all the time and they talk to the neighbors and like I could be like my night dress or, or the other <laughs> yes. night. The Eastlink guys, the one night I decided oh. to get a freaking shower early in the night before the kids yeah. go to bed, put on like a like a bride tribe night dress, like, like something I was gifted. And like had the hair. I felt great. I was like, this is so nice. I kind of Fresh. feel on the fall early night shower. And I come over the stairs and like the people that come around though, like trying to switch your cable are sitting at the kitchen table <laughs> with Dave. Like these two <laughs> sweet men in suits. But like I was kind of like weirded like, out. He came like, come on and grab a no, seat. No, because Dave would want to like really know everything about yeah, us. And like kind of wanted <laughs> They've to got like. three internet providers. Yes. <laughs> he was getting the scoop. Yes. And. I was mortified that I had like, it was basically a t-shirt and underwear and I came over the stairs because, and Hudson comes running. So, so that was just like three days so ago. You're so you're numb to I actually have just thought about an embarrassing story that happened to me recently. I was, we don't go to work until later. Like we don't have to be at work till 10. And so one morning I was up, just take it, like just getting ready out of my normal routine. Like normally I'll get ready first thing when I get up, I'll get dressed, put my makeup on then come up, get breakfast, whatever. This morning, I was like, I'm going to make myself a coffee when I got out of the shower. I'm going to make myself breakfast. And I'd gone down and like half gotten ready, like I put on a top. So I was upstairs in my lobster t-shirt and uh, making breakfast behind the island in the kitchen. And it's like 930 and Katie's parents came in and her dad like walked right in and didn't notice me and just sat down at the island and I had no pants on. Like I just had a thong on and I was like, you made his day. Oh, Good morning. Oh, I had to get back to my room because I had no pants on. And like nothing, I couldn't even wrap around me. So I literally just looked at him because I was like, what do I do? And I was like, um, I have no pants on right now. So I'm just going to run to my room. Yes, because I was like, what? He's going to Grab a kitchen me. towel? Like we were in the same room. I didn't have a towel. Just what did toss he say? an apron on. He just looked at me kind of shocked like i think he was more uncomfortable than me definitely and just like turned around basically <laughs> that's amazing so that was probably my most recent embarrassing moment thank I'm you so much for that <laughs> thank you for triggering that care that was awesome anyways well yes this was awesome this was awesome thank you guys so much yeah thanks for having us thanks for having us thanks for telling us, us about mom life this was so i think that i loved it we learned a little bit, but we probably have a lot more to oh. learn. But I don't think I want to know everything. We have a lot more to learn, but <laughs> I feel like from what you guys told us, it's kind of like good to not know everything. Discover as you go. You, you can't you can't learn it from anybody because every kid's different, every mom's different. So it's fair. I, that's like the best advice. Don't take anyone's advice because yeah. it's wrong. It's a personal journey for sure. We're all human, and we're all raising humans that are. We're all different. We're all going to end up so different. So you know what? I think it's great that everyone has a different approach because they're all going to meet someday and be friends and not friends. And we're unleashing them to the world. And we're to blame. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. I friggin' love you. Thanks, guys. Bye. (laughs) Hi, all. It's Sarah. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy it, please subscribe and leave us a review. We would love that. And if you're feeling super generous, you can also share this episode with a friend. We'd love to hear from you. You can send us an email at rivalandqueen at gmail.com and definitely chat with us through social. We're at Rival and Queen. All right, that's it. We love you guys. Thanks. Thanks.